I just need Jesus to be a calming force. Is well, that okay? listen, we need to all be common in this force because the Lord knows that it is the most today. Oh, my gosh. I mean, but you know what? It's fine. We are blessed. We are booked. We are busy. All those things. Bountiful. Yes. Well, I'm Jay. <laughs> and I'm Ray. And this is He Said, He Said, the podcast that makes you go. Hmm. The podcast that makes you do all the things. Ooh, not all the things. I mean, That's many, how you get caught up, bitch. Many of the things. <laughs> no ma'am, no ham, no cheese. That deli is closed. Okay. Oh no, the deli's closed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, before we get started, I want to tell you to remind you, not tell you, because that would be aggressive. Remind you to rate, review, That's and on subscribe. Brand for you. Oh. <laughs> um, to our podcast at He Said He Said Pod. Uh, we are on all the streaming services. We are also on social medias at He Said He Said Pod. We do the most. Um, you know, we love a retweet. We love a double tap, bitch. Uh, and we be in these streets doing the most, the absolute most. Uh, and we appreciate Girl, everyone. Girl, speak for yourself. I do the best. No, bitch. <laughs> you do the most. Okay. Also, we want to thank everyone who came out to celebrate us, um, the pod, and um, to party we with us. Celebrate nothing but, bitch, the last day of the summer. Yeah, exactly. That too, bitch. Yes. Thank you for reminding me. Thanks for everyone who came out to Shuffle and Repeat. It was our second Shuffle and Repeat party. First Shuffle and Repeat party at a larger venue. It was at Chop Suey. Thanks to them. Shout out to them. But we had a great time. Um, We hope everyone had a great time who actually was in attendance. We appreciate your support. And keep your ears to the streets, just like we do here at the pod, Mm. because Mm. we will be announcing more fun things to do in the city, um, the the city being Seattle, for anyone who doesn't know, um, in the future. And hopefully hopefully other cities maybe Ooh, in the future maybe 20 stretch bitch. stretch goal Ooh, stretch your goal <laughs> that sounds like it's nasty uh, sometimes it's about to be the stretched. fuck a hot girl summer bitch we about to be in fall what is it called <laughs> you said fallout fall a second yes. ago and i was like bitch you mean like a bomb Boy, fallout? bitch no, a wet like ass a winter shot? bitch <laughs> A four seasons hell, bitch. I'm giving you all the not, seasons. Not the wet ass winter. I can't. I absolutely. <laughs> Here cannot. we are. We going now. We gonna slide right into love it or shade it. And I'll start this week while you're over there doing your breathing exercises. <laughs> um. So this week I have a shade oh it, and my God. shade it is to Mr. Kanye, Senor West. Not Senor. Uh, he is the absolute trash of okay. trash, and he is low key in these streets trying to create a cult and I'm not here for you know it. I'm really worried about that to, to just to be like honest about it but go on so Kim Kardashian decided to use what social media because Kanye that was one thing that she told him in their new prenup uh, or Mm-mm. probably post-nup that he wasn't allowed to have social media um, that she decided to share all, to her millions of followers this track list that is heavily influenced by the Sunday service which I don't know if you saw right they were just in Watts California no I didn't um, and they were in some parking lot and they were singing in a parking lot I think it was like a, a, a I don't know where it was exactly but it looked like it was a lot um, and I think that what I find very interesting about all of this is that and why it's my shade it is because it feels like he is leaning on um, religion to get him through his mental issues and not mm. um, modern day medicine, um, which 
religion and then also like lights because he said on his, on his interview with David yes, Letterman, he likes therapy. light therapy. Well, bitch, what he needs is real therapy. And he, <laughs> what he also needs to do is take some Adderall and, you know, some. All, I'm not a doctor, so I'm not going to prescribe him. But I'm, what I'm going to tell him is that don't lean into... Uh, religion as your way of getting bringing back the listeners that were that abandoned you because of your um, 45 antics so wait so just to clarify because i i want to make sure that i'm tracking with you so do you think that the religion that religion no i got that part but do you think that um he's using religion to gain back the people who he's lost because of people canceling him or, 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 or do you, or are you trying to say that he's using religion to get through whatever mental issues he's having or both? I think it's both. But uh, what I also think that he's not Justin Bieber, so he can't be in the church singing like Justin was. And Kanye West is out here. I feel like appropriating a whole ass culture of religion and trying to, I wouldn't say appropriating, but like, yeah, no, I mean, know. maybe, I mean, he did Jesus walks. So. Yeah. So maybe it's not appropriating, but maybe it's, is like, it's exploiting okay. religion as a way Better to, word. yes. Okay. I, I, I listen to Ray's final word. Bitch. Uh, <laughs> I know my syllables. Okay. <laughs> listen, <laughs> but I'm just saying for me overall, Kanye is, I just need him to take a moment and I need him to realize that religion is not going to be your, your saving grace. No pun intended. To bring mm. you into a culture that that ultimately was questioning your positions on all things, all things. Mm-hmm. Like I just don't. I'm not here for it. Right, and I'll and, listen to it because because we have to for the pod. However, comma right, right, because this is being brought about by this idea of him doing a gospel album. However, comma <laughs> I, I I have questions, and I'm gonna leave it all. I'll have uh-huh. all my questions open until I hear the project. Yeah, no, September twenty so, seventh. I, I mean, first of all, the choir. That choir? Oh, they got vocals. Oh my! I mean, that choir. I, I, what I it the sounds most, like one voice. Yes, the most recent thing I saw was the Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. where I don't know where they were. Maybe after his stand up, or oh. I don't know, whatever. But the choir was singing, and I was transfixed. I was just kind of like. No, and Kanye is okay. extremely talented. No, I yeah, mean, for sure. We'll talk about his most recent work that was released this week with Pusha T. This uh, in shuffle and repeat. He's extremely talented. Mm-hmm. However. You know, talent does not mean that we can just remove all. We can just excuse all of his behavior. No, no, I'm, I'm not, and I would never suggest that. But I just, it's very interesting to me because, um, regardless of whatever it is that he's trying to do, and I honestly do hope that he is not going to someday end up like fucking like really problematic, like Trump, where he starts a fucking cult. And this musical cult where people are going and it's like Coachella, but it's actually like a, a religious cult. I just need to know, like, I need to know the story behind this project. And I need yeah. to know, I need to hear the project. I need to know why he's doing this project. And if it's, I just need, I need to, I need to, I, I'm reserving a ex, extreme judgment until I hear the yeah. work. And I mean, I will be watching because the minute that it starts to feel like it's going in a Jim Jones, drink the Kool-Aid type direction. Not Mike then Jones. Then I, not Mike, no, not to be confused with Mike Jones, please don't confuse that. With Mike, Mike Jones. Jones. <laughs> no, Jim Jones. Um, But, you know, the minute that it looks like it's taking that type of a turn, then I will be the first one who will be like, no, y'all, no, nope, cancel him again, please. We, we don't need that. So. So what um, is it? you have a lot of my um, it's actually a shaded 
potentially. Um, oh, actually, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Look at me looking at You're the wrong right, notes. Bitch, read your notes, not mine. Yes, because I was gonna, know. I was gonna do one thing, but then when the shooting happened in Texas, I changed my shaded. So my shaded is to any obstructionist to this idea and this initiative that we have in the country right now politically that um, is for and calling for um, common sense gun laws. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't heard, at least five people um, were dead after Killed. a gunman um, who hijacked a postal service vehicle. Okay. In West Texas shot more than 20 people. And this actually happened um, like the day before we recorded um, so you keep in mind that the information that we have is, is based on the, you know, the information Most that came recent, out right yeah. after it happened. Um, so the gunman actually was killed and three law enforcement officers mm. were among the injured. And it's just crazy because it apparently on the highway, it did. He was actually pulled over. It was a traffic stop. And then in he, the, in the police, in the post office. No, he was pulled over in his own vehicle. I believe that's what happened. He was pulled over in his own vehicle. And then um, he shot the police officer. And then um, he fled. And then he somehow ended up in this postal service vehicle. Um, But he was shooting people indiscriminately on the highway. And if you can just imagine, like, that is terrifying. I can't even imagine being in a situation where... You know, you're just whatever going to wherever you're going on the highway. And then you have someone who's literally opening fire from their vehicle or from a postal vehicle. Um, So, again, I say this just to say that, you know, let's keep in mind that this shooting comes just weeks after a gunman in the Texas border city of El Paso killed 22 people at a Walmart. Mm. So what you'll find, and and as we've talked about in this pod before, I, I'm a huge CNN person. It's um, on every channel. It, CNN, mean, every MSNBC. I, you know, a lot of my Facebook, Twitter feed is news. It sure so is, So there's a cycle to this. And what happens is after it first happens, everyone's outraged. Even the president, fucking shit stain that he is, will say, oh, yeah, yeah, we need to do something. We need to make some movement on um, background checks or whatever See it is. in Florida. <laughs> and then a week goes by, and then he gets a call from the NRA, and then he does nothing. Nothing. And then, you know, our representatives in the Senate do nothing. Okay. So, um, you know, if you want to look into this, you can look up the bill that um, the House, um, which is Democratic led, um, actually passed earlier this year Um, because a lot of people say, oh, we already have background checks. Yeah, but it's not not what we national. It's not a national thing. What we're relying on right now are the laws that are on the books in each and every state. And what we need is stronger laws federally. And to anyone who is obstructing that. Effort, fuck you, and Mm. shade you because we cannot continue to have this happen. We can't do anything without the fear. Thank you. I was just going to say that. Of being You can't drive down the highway. You can't go to the movies. You You can't can't go go to to Walmart. Walmart. Bitch, even though I'm not you going can't to go to a no food shade. festival. You can't go to a food festival. You, you can't, can't to a music festival. You things. can't go to the movies. You can't do a lot. So ultimately, I hope y'all is, are paying attention because November 2020 is just around the riverbend, bitch. Yes. And it's not just a national vote that is important. It's your local 
vote. All your well. votes matter, and all it your is votes just count. state the who you're voting for your state, yes. your motherfucking county, bitch, yes. bitch, your city, yes. everyone. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, it all matters. It starts in these streets and it ends at the Capitol. It okay? does, <laughs> indeed. Okay, so thank you for that little reminder. <laughs> yes, I mean, I hate to start the show on such a somber note, but I am very passionate about this, and I and I know that a lot of young people are passionate about this, and I just hope that people are really paying attention and here's Register the, the thing. Vote, bitch. i get it with there are people in um you know our family who you know are people who have guns and and second amendment and all that we're not guns trying to is take not the your problem. guns we're not trying to take guns, your guns. is not the people guns don't kill people people kill people guns guns are part of the problem but it's just again we need to make sure that we are all we we have to make a decision about what kind of country we want to be and how that shit happen is based Low off key, of though, what the majority of people want and not just what special interests want. Low-key, Sister Act 2 says it and, and it sums oh, it all up. Okay. If you want to go we, somewhere okay. and you yeah. want to be somebody, you okay. got to wake up and pay attention. <laughs> all right. And on that note, <laughs> let's get into these topics. <laughs> well, first of all, we're going to slide into Unfiltered Unbothered. And the first topic is Popeyes. So, Popeyes, I'm going to need you to get your chicken right because how? is this sandwich sold out until what they say i don't know didn't you do your research bitch this they said story. i mean i had missed i had miscommunication so i, <laughs> not I was, i've been not communi- missed or mixed both bitch okay so i've been dming people from all around the nation because i'd be in these streets and i said hey where are you with the popeye sandwich so people have been going into california people have been going in uh in philadelphia bitch and all places and wait i don't i'm sorry what do you mean going into so Popeyes, <laughs> can I get the sandwich? So nationwide, nationwide is on your side. Okay, listen. <laughs> so they we went. We have nationwide contracts. What are you doing? So listen, I went into. <laughs> they went into Popeyes because yes. some of us didn't have it twice. Okay. <laughs> And I only had it once. So I want to try again. And I noticed that all the companies, oh, I mean, all the Instagrams um, are saying gee, that they're sold out. So what, a brief little update. <laughs> I, what I have heard through these, through my street team. Okay. Yeah. Street team. Is that You're early September. So it's September 1st, bitch. I mean, September. It's early September, <laughs> rather. So I'm ready for this chicken sandwich. And I don't know if you noticed, but Popeye's created a whole ass storm in these streets with other with companies that have chicken sandwiches. Or chicken, bitch, because it is on everyone's menu, and they highlight it as a special. So thank you, Black Twitter, and thank you, Popeyes, because I'm ready to have the spicy one again. Well, I'm glad you thank Black Twitter, because I don't feel like any other media outlets have thanked Black Twitter. I don't feel like Popeyes has sufficiently thanked Black well, I mean, Twitter, but Popeyes that is hired where someone this from started. That is black. It, it feels very black, but I hope, but you know, we don't know that. It could be someone appropriating our culture behind it could the scenes. Be. It could be the um, woman from the um, commercial. It's not the woman from the commercials. <laughs> she should be in the commercials selling these damn sandwiches, but I guess they don't need her. So, the company did release a statement on last Tuesday um, and what they said was due to extraordinary demand that they will be that they actually sold out in just two weeks since its nationwide debut on okay, August twelfth. They projected. I don't, I don't understand how they sell out a chicken when you Popeyes chicken. So listen. So they projected that the inventory that they actually pushed out to their stores would last until the end of September. It's probably a chicken breast. But the craze fueled by social media caused demand to exceed supply. So 
what I think happened is that Come this on, was only me. intended to be a limited a release. limited release, a thing that they were only going to well, do. Don't they be were testing Twitter, it. Twitter trolls to be in these streets. And then what happened is that it took off, and thanks again to your point to Black Twitter, it be, it took on a life of its own, became this thing, and then they sold out of all of what they had produced mm-hmm. to have it last until the end of September, and they were going to move on to something else. So. Shout out to Popeyes. This is, it's kind of crazy. I mean, the more crazy thing is, did we talk about this last week? What? The sodium? No. Because remember I said it was salty? Mm-hmm. Well, someone <laughs> on my Facebook of all places actually posted the nutritional oh, content. Oh, I don't need to see that because I want one another one. 1,690 Ooh. whatever. Calories? Of sodium. Oh, my Jesus. Oh my God. 1690. And that sounds like you just went into the refrigerator (laughs) and you went into the cabinet and put a whole bunch of salt on it. Even though I had it twice, anyone who didn't even have it once, you probably are better off for it. (laughs) Go on Sunday. For your health, for your health. And post it and tag Chick fil A. (laughs) Racist ass. I mean, homophobic ass company. Never mind. Oh, Chick fil A. Yeah. Okay. All right, so speaking of being better off for it, any of the many millions of people who are not listening to this pod, but we love you who are listening, but the many people who did not actually take the time to watch the MTV VMAs, we did because, last Monday. we actually, so in full disclosure, we like award shows. We do not miss. We got um, a ribbit in your throat. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a ribbit or a frog? A ribbit, Mitch. <laughs> so, first of all, the ratings. 1.9 million total viewers, which is the lowest. That's low, bitch. The lowest total viewer total that they've ever had. I mean, overall, it was snoozy. So, I'm glad a lot of people don't watch. It was. It was and so worth your time. So, there was a pre-show, apparently, which we didn't watch. Megan Thee Stallion, she performed, I guess, a, a mini medley of She's Hot like Girl 24. Summer and Cash Shit. Mm. Um, whatever that is. I'm, I'm not familiar. Well, she's 24. She's also in college, which I commend her for that. Um, she summer school? It should be called summer, cool, summer school summer. <laughs> which is the funny thing because it's like, okay, so your, your music is promoting one thing, but then like on a side, like you are like, you're about, you're like doing something and creating a thing. So I'm actually really eager to see where she goes With in this. the industry mm-hmm. and what she does, you know, as she finishes school. But that was just the pre-show. Okay. But tell us about the main ass news girl, ass show. Girl, don't. Okay. You're rushing me. You're I know what you're doing. You're rushing. The beginning of the show was dry as fuck. Okay. The beginning of the show was like dust, like Oh, my God. Okay, like that. Oh, my God. Taylor Swift, she mm-hmm. did some mm-hmm. shit with with LGBT people. Okay, great. I love that there were LGBT. I fucking hate Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, I ultimately feel like she low-key is leaning into the queer community so that she can build some clout on this interesting era that she's trying to build upon. And this performance was trash. So you don't think that her affiliation with the likes of Todrick is genuine? I'm not saying that her affiliation isn't genuine. What I'm saying is how she's using it to benefit her is not genuine. It's so, to benefit her. Okay, so you feel like, you know, even though she might to be friends cow. with Todrick, what she's doing is she's exploiting the LGBTQ community to um, sell records or uh-huh. to, to make it seem because like she is Because what they say, if the gay people like the song, bitch, you're going to be a hit. Well, that isn't true. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
Well, All she right, opened so the show Swift, and it was snooze. Yes, she opened. Then Shawn Mendes got up there and did some Ugh, things. Trash. Um, uh, sidebar, Shawn Mendes, I do not get that obsession. Some people are just like him because he looks like a twin. The white gays are obsessed. I the white gays like. with the exception of my husband. I'm obviously. not here for it Jay because is, he is not Jay is, Jay is not into white gays. But no. <laughs> um, he got up there and he did something. Lizzo was the first really well, I mean, good performance. Great, so they gotta be great. She did Truth Hurts and Good as Hell. The, I would say Lizzo's performance for me made me really want her to do a bigger venue show. I think she actually is doing bigger, bigger venues. No, but I'm saying markets. like stadiums. Not stadiums, Wait. arenas. I think she's doing arenas in other markets. Uh, she's not Just doing not here in Seattle, Seattle. But she's doing with somebody's backyard. Barbecue. Well, you better believe that when she comes back, she'll be in an arena. I'm ready, For bitch. sure, 100%. I'm ready, bitch. Um, although Tacoma Dome is close, is is the, the she'll venue do right Tacoma now. Dome, yeah. Yeah, so uh, then the Jonas Brothers, um, which I actually, they're just, they, they. I don't need a Jonas Brothers. I don't Brothers. mind the Jonas, Jonas Brothers. Brothers. They did like, Sucker and some other songs. The Jonas Brothers to me know. is the the Italian family that lives down the street that they always like to be out front playing on the drums, and <laughs> I don't have time for it. But it was interesting because like they started in the they Stone Pony Club, be, no. and then they went outside and they ended up on the stage outside whatever Lil Nas X did Panini that's bitch he did lip sync for your life he okay? lip synced for his life he was giving us RuPaul's Drag Race tees in a Tron bodysuit it was I, I had so many questions I'm glad he didn't do Old Town Funk I mean um, Old <laughs> <laughs> you're mixing up your your smash you know about, number one Old hits. Town Road because <laughs> I am so tired of that song bitch not Old Town Funk <laughs> <laughs> Mind your business. Um, but you know, I, the, the thing that I would say about Lil Nas X is that so first of all, I did not know that he was like going to do choreography, which he did. He in gave his us Backstreet Boys, bitch. and he was, you know, he was doing his little thing. You know, it, it will improve. That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, so and then sure. we had Missy who did her medley. Okay, so listen to this. So she did Throw It Back first, which is the new song. She did the Rain Super Duper Fly. She did Hot Boys. She did Get Your Freak On. She, she did didn't work do enough it. though. She did Pass That Dutch. She did Lose Control. Um, and the crazy thing is, and the cool thing that they did with this, which I to your point, I, I would agree that I wish that she had performed for a long Well, you know they gave like Justin Timberlake and Beyonce and the other people that have received this award. They've given them like Pink, Rihanna, like 15 minutes. They gave her seven. But Missy was also sick. That's what I, I read. I was like, maybe that's why they didn't give her. So maybe 15. that's why. Um, and, and I agree that I wish I, I would have hoped and would have liked to have seen her perform for longer. But it was just really cool to see this performance because of the iconography from her videos that oh. they were able to actually um, execute and recreate on the stage. So that was cool. I've, she spent a lot of time off the stage because she had to change outfits and uh, do transitions for the staging, yeah. which that wasn't my favorite. But overall, I would say give Missy her fucking flowers now. She's a trailblazer. She's a legend. She's amazing. She, she is, is like you know, it's 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 a part of what we were ta- what I was th- talking about last Ooh, week when we were talking that? about female MCs and mm-hmm. you know hip hop, and it's like you know she was just a part of that whole thing. That wasn't hypersexualized, and I like that yeah, about her. And yeah. it's like, the hype, there is a place for hypo, hypersexualization in female hip hop, but please let's not have that be the only thing. So it yeah. was very good to see her doing her thing. 
loved it. And there I, were some other people. Shawn Mendes com- yeah, they, performed other people, again, bitch. Other people was, was tired. <laughs> I would say what I thought was interesting was Cardi B giving giving Missy Elliott her award. Like, it should have been Timbo. It should have been Timberland, rather. Or it should have been Pharrell. Or it could have been Ciara. Like, there are so many other people that could have got gave her this award that mm-hmm. it did not have to be. They did that because she is, quote unquote, like the hottest female oh. MC right now. That's oh. why they did it. That's why they Poor did it. Poor Nikki. Oh, shit. <laughs> Camila Cabello performed with Shawn Mendes, her alleged new lover. And the thing about that, here's the thing about Camila Cabello. Okay. Mm. I'm going to let you know. She leans into being Hispanic when it's convenient Bitch, for her. I don't, whatever. She can do whatever she wants with her heritage and all that. Okay, fine. For me, it's the performance. She has a great voice. I'm, I'm not going to cast aspersions on her voice. Not dispersions. Aspersions. Oh. <laughs> but my problem with Camila Cabello's and her performance, and it always feels so pageant to me. And what I mean when I say pageant is that people who are in pageants are playing at something. Ooh. They are not actually, most of the time, for most of, of whatever they're doing in the pageant, they're not really being their authentic self. They're not really leaning into whatever their talent is and doing that thing. They're doing whatever they think they need to do to win. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is what Camila Cabello does when she performs. I'm like, girl, I'm not connecting with this. You feel like you I'm are someone. Was. It feels like you're pretending to be sexy and you're pretending to be a pop star and it just does not connect. And I'm mm-hmm. like, girl, take your voice. It's not for and us, though. It, I mean, I guess it's not. But it's just, that's my opinion on it. When I see What's, it, I'm what just was your, put What was your favorite part besides Missy, though? Normani, of course. Ooh, tell me about it. Why? Bitch, she did her thing. Bitch, she did Motivation, which we talked about that song. It's uh-huh. a good song. She got up there, and she was in her <laughs> little outfit. It was a little outfit. It was a little outfit. It was custom. It went, Okay. And it didn't it didn't pull apart the way that it should have. So here's the thing about Normani's she did she did this performance. She was the only person, to my memory, who had technical difficulties in mm-hmm. the night. Yeah. Um, she was also lip syncing a lot for her life. She did sing over a track at certain points, which yeah. she's done that before, so we're used so to did, it. So did Fifth Harmony bitch. Indeed. But she um, been Sixth Harmony bitch. Oh shit. <laughs> but she did the damn thing. She came okay? through with the body, bitch. She came she through said, with the body. She came through with the choreography. She came through doing fucking Simone Biles, but then also singing. She came through Simone with Biles. Yeah. What was she doing there? She did a flip. Oh yeah, that's right. You ain't remember when she flipped? She did. She did. Okay. And then she, she was doing it in the video though. No, Don't no, but she did a little thing that was kind of a nod to the video where she did some kind of a move that was into a split. It wasn't like a handstand into a she split. She should have like did that, bitch. So she could break her neck on national TV. It would have been a moment. No, it would have been a moment if she broke her neck on national TV. Ooh, I agree. I, <laughs> but that was so that um, I say all that to say that that was my the other highlight. Normani is on her way to being so fucking big. Mm-hmm. She took her technical difficulties in stride. She did the damn thing. And her was also good, but she did a song that nobody knows that was new that I thought I thought that was weird. It was a cute little show. I don't. I didn't. I, we fast, I could have passed forward through most of it. So shout out to MTV um, <laughs> for allowing me to record it and fast don't forget forward. about the Jersey medley. That was cute. It was you and I T Y. it was cute. Queen Latifah, <laughs> girl Noted by nature, red man. But you know what's not cute? Wyclef. <laughs> oh, Wyclef was doing that. Yeah, he was. Oh, there. he said someone called nine one one. 
maybe or gone oh gone november he should have been calling 911 bitch i wasn't paying attention to well you know who who, we should call 911 (laughs) you know why why leslie jones is leaving snl oh i know it's sad it's really sad actually so she has been in snl for 10 years no bitch she that's what i saw five seasons oh maybe i'm wrong (laughs) you are wrong bitch well the new season is the 45th season (laughs) but she was hired as a writer so i don't know if maybe altogether with writing it was 10 years okay well i'm just gonna let you know that uh it's unclear on whether or not they'll replace her um but in my research i found out that leslie jones is 51 years old she is uh that's true leslie jones is 51 years old she better come through and she was she earned nominations um for emmys in 2017 and 2018 she did not win however um and it's reported the reason why she's leaving is she is low-key booked blessed and busy Mm -hmm. and in my research i found out that she is about to reboot the classic show that i want to be on supermarket sweep supermarket sweep oh i didn't read that oh remember supermarket sweep i do remember that it was fun would you go on it with me? Yes, I would. Okay, good, because I want to go. According to the deadline, she's about to host and executive produce this show, and it's it's causing a stir. Oh, she should be hosting something. They said that, you know, there's many people and um, trying to vie for this inf- this job, and mm-hmm. I just can't wait for it to see her yell at the people that are running around with the cards. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hilarious. <laughs> and she had five-year run at SNL, yes. uh, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, she also is booked for the Netflix. I mean, she has a Netflix comedy special. Mm-hmm. Shout out to... Um, What's her name? Monique, who doesn't. Um, oh, don't do that. Don't to, do that. Because yeah. how everyone got it but you. Because you wasn't, <laughs> you was trying to think you was, you know, too much, too much. Well, she's also going to be in Coming to America. Coming to America. Two. Two. Mm-hmm. And then Kate Mid- McKin- McKinnon. McKinnon. Mm-hmm. So that's the big, the, if you don't, if you watch SNL, she's the heavier set white woman. No, she's not. Oh, she not? No, bitch. I thought she was the heaviest set white woman. Who you didn't she? Google her to see a picture, no, bitch? who is she? Images, bitch. Oh, Images. she the white one, the blonde? Uh, With the big not, eyes? Uh, yeah, she is a blonde. Okay. Yes. So she's cute. Oh, my um, God. I just didn't know that she was on the show, so I thought she was a guest star. Um, overall, I, I think I, I'm actually really sad that she's not back because I also read that. I don't know if you read this, but what's his name that plays Donald Trump? What's his name? Oh, um, a Baldwin. He's not coming back. Well, I mean, he's not a regular character. He said character. that he said that SNL. He's not planning to come back for the forty fifth season. Oh, so he's not going to play Trump during Trump, the season? No. Why? Because he, he said that it ruins his weekends and he wants to play with it. He wants to be with his kids. Mm-mm. I like Baldwin. Who was the Baldwin we're talking about? He he yeah that doesn't surprise me. So anywho, <laughs> he got his award and he moved on, just like Trump got his four years and he can move on. Yeah, so I mean, so a couple things. So my thinking on this, first of all, kudos to Leslie for being the one who's deciding this because all, all reports are saying that she decided because you leave. know Keenan Keenan is still in these streets check, cashing them checks and that's fine because th- if that's what works for Keenan, who I don't know, does he have kids? I don't know. Mm. I don't know anything about him, but whatever and works for him, life. that's. I have a white husband. You do, bitch. <laughs> so, um, ku- kudos to her again for being able to make that decision and then just be like, bitch, I'm booked to your point, blessed and busy, and I want to do other things. So, okay. I'm not going to be doing this, which I, I didn't so look into today. it. One piece of research that I probably should have done is like, what do people say about SNL? Like, how much. Um, you know, practicing do they do during the week? Like it's, it's probably a week. lot. It's all week. Like I can only imagine that that is like a time suck and a it's half. It's all week. 
You know what I mean? They have Sunday and Monday off. So it's like, yes, do your thing. She's actually um, currently um, starring in Angry Birds 2, which won't see that. But okay, it's whatever. It's a check. And the other interesting thing about this is that remember when SNL was looking for a black female? She was a second black female. She, so... When they were looking for a black female, they hired that one. That they hired, um, oh, let me get her name right, Sashir Zamata, who took the role. Um, and I be- I want to say that was in 2014. Six. It was that long ago? Yeah. Oh my um, no, God. I'm sorry, 2013. Oh, my God. I believe is when Sashir Zamata took the role. Um, and then at that time, Leslie was a writer on the yes. show and then they gave Leslie a um, cast spot in 2014. So she became a full-time cast member She's in 2014 fuck, and fucking Sashir Zameda, uh, no offense, black girl magic. <laughs> Y'all know we love black girls. Most there's of our plenty, guests are black there's girls. There's plenty of other people that could have got that job. Sashir Zameda was not great. No. Jade Nova could have been better. She wasn't even good. And I love that you brought up Jade Nova because Jade Nova was the person that you and I were like, you know, and on our little, you know, um, short list. Yes, exactly. Where we're like, yes, that's who they should do. She does a great Beyonce. She does all these impressions and she has an amazing voice, which doesn't matter for them. Or really. one of the girl, the the one girl that's on um, the black girl sketch show, comedy show, the younger one. I don't know any of their names besides. You know, what I'm talking about people. that, right? I do. The one who yeah. she's really funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's like uh, they they squandered that spot, and then the next year they gave a spot to Leslie because they knew that um, Sashir wasn't good, and then Sashir left in 2017. Oh. But the, they, what I read is that they're unsure of whether they're going to replace her yeah. or not. But Don't this just now, so now we end up in a place where they were in 2013 when they were getting all the flack. Where it's like, where is your representation? Mm-hmm. Where are your black female? Um, actresses who do improv on the show. So we'll see what happens. More than likely, if they don't replace her this season, at some point, there'll be Next more season. flack um, and people will just be like, what you doing? Okay, listen. You know, diversity is Where's important. Where's the color? Speaking of diversity, um, and this is kind of just, it's kind of out of left field, but also you I You know like, you love a good left field topic. <laughs> I felt like it deserved to be mentioned. Rotten Tomatoes, which if you don't know, um, Rotten Tomatoes is essentially a... Um, it's Yelp for movies. Right. It's an aggregator. And what they do is they aggregate um, reviews from movie critics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to be perfectly honest, this has taken on in recent years uh, significance within that mm, particular exactly. industry where if something has a high Rotten Tomatoes score. It can actually help the box office. And if it has a low Rotten Tomatoes score, tomato meter score, um, you know, people may not see it because they're like, well, people don't like this shit. So anyway, Rotten Tomatoes actually has... People don't like this shit. (laughs) Rotten Tomatoes has added 600 independently verified critics over the past year as a part of an ongoing push to support underrepresented voices in film and TV criticism. The interesting thing is of the new critics, the statistics that the company has actually released is that 55% are women, 60% are freelancers, and 10% publish reviews via YouTube, podcasts, and other emerging avenues. Y'all hire me. And this news comes a year um, after the digital brand said that it was revamping its criteria for its 
tomato meter gauge of sentiment in order to foster inclusion. So one thing that they did not release was a breakdown of race, mm-hmm. which I think is actually because they said important. the inclusiveness objective has many facets: gender, race, ethnicity, as well as other platforms, as you mentioned. And it really was to give the shift beyond newspapers and magazines to digital platforms. So really what they're trying to do when they say diversify, it doesn't mean race or gender mm-hmm. or well, it really means on on the media outlet. Like that they're trying to diversify the reach mm. of the listeners, not and that's where it's important to see the word diversity and double click into it mm-hmm. where it's not always about, you know, the things that you think. Well, that's interesting cuz I did not realize that. I did not yes. that. So they were trying to you know, in addition to that, though, diverse I, outlets, read, but not diverse voices. I don't know if not diverse voices, but they, they, they or were, both. They were doing trying to do both, uh-huh. trying to to achieve both. Okay. I also read that many of the people that um are a part of this network, if you will, for Rotten Tomatoes, there's these barriers where 61 percent of them are citing travel costs to festivals, and 59 percent of um are fighting um. The, the just being legitimately seen as a journalist mm-hmm. because again diversifying diversifying the type of media there some people are going to turn their nose up to bl- podcasts or blogs oh, or for sure you know so ultimately what they're saying is that 43% of them are unable to gain access to press preview screenings because of them not being a certain type of media outlet so it's still i think it's going to be interesting to see them diversify but also i want to see what they do in order for the people to you know, gain access. No, I agree. And that's the thing where we've talked many times about how important it is to have people of diverse backgrounds in the room when decisions are being made. And this is a perfect example of kind of um, a downstream effect of that, where it's like, you know, when maybe people don't really think about, they're like, Oh, when I see a tomato meter score, it's like, whatever it's critics who are saying, but it's like, if you don't have critics who are coming from a diverse background, that's who what, are included that was in all this. The, that was all the backlash though with Lion King reviews was uh, that they were saying that the reviews Rotten Tomatoes weren't that good and that there was all this backlash on Twitter where they, they were like, well, majority of the Rotten Tomatoes reviews are coming from old white men. Mm-hmm. Who, were, who were, weren't were interested in seeing that movie be remade and then also not interested in seeing it be remade in a way that it was um, with that, that cast. <laughs> We'll leave it at that. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to pause for a break with a word from our sponsors, boo. Most of us would agree that the Battle of the Bulge can be a real bitch. So we've decided to partner with HitLab right here in West Seattle. That's high-intensity interval training. And if you're wondering where to find them, just find them on the internet at hitlab.com. That's H-I-I-T lab, L-A-B dot com. And if you're here in Seattle, guess what? We got you an offer. That is $7 for one week. That's $1 a day for unlimited classes for you new users. That sounds like an awesome deal. So we'd love to see you there. So we're not the only one sweating out our blowouts in the interest of health and wellness. (laughs) Now, let's get back into the show. Bitch, we are back. We are. And I swear, me pouring some of what was in your glass into what's in my glass, I really just wanted the ice. I hope you drinking LaCroix. (laughs) So we are back and we have more topics. So first topic on deck is Old Navy and Queer Eye. So apparently, 
Not so much, apparently. So Queer Eye was in Philadelphia taping in Center City, Philly, uh, and there has been some discussion with an employee at that location. Three employees of color. Three, well, one of which I read about was on mm-hmm. her Facebook, bitch. Okay. Well, apparently they're accusing Old Navy of forcing the workers of color in the background and busing white employees from other stores um, surrounding um, regions, so Westchester, Mount Pocono and Deptford, New Jersey, all very white. Um, they brought them to Philadelphia to work in their center city location because Queer Eye um, was there and they were taping. So it has been said that this woman um, on her, this woman on her Facebook said that she Who's was shooed away. I don't have her name and I, mm. she don't need to be added. Monet maybe? She was shooed away and she was told to work in the back because they needed her to do X, Y, and Z. She that said, was Monet. Monet Alvarado. So, oh, you gave her government. Yeah, so, bitch, it was in the story. She said on her Facebook, mm-hmm. Old Navy is supposed to be a company that accepts ethnic diversity and they should show it. Unfortunately, pushing their non-white employees out of sight for a whitewashed TV publicity show is not acceptable. And she, oh, furthermore, she went on deeper details around how it made her feel and that, you know, she low-key felt like they were being racist. But um, one of the guys from Queer Eye, the um, Tan, mm-hmm. he went Fashion. on and he said that he would like to mention that one person joined him on camera and it was she was African-American. She was a manager. And he said, that's the last thing I'll say on this matter. So overall... What they were doing was they were there in Old Navy with, I guess, the person that they were doing makeover for. I wonder if they're doing all their makeovers in Philly. Probably this not. season. They're probably like traveling in around. Jersey or something. They're Who probably knows? traveling around. So ultimately, what it is is that they said that she that ultimately they, they Old Navy was trying to whitewash the store mm-hmm. for the television. And why this is the story is because I hope this isn't true. And I'm gonna I'm gonna Old Navy came out and said that it wasn't true mm-hmm. um and so I, I what i found interesting is like philly is a very diverse city and it's one of those cities that i feel like is you know extremely diverse right like when you think of a downtown like there's a lot of white people you don't think i'm right no i i, I am over here batting your eyelashes <laughs> and rolling and rolling your eyes i am that has nothing to do with what you're talking about. Go on. Drink your LaCroix, bitch. <laughs> There's like, I'm having an issue in my left eye. If you must know, bitch, go on. Oh my God. <laughs> so ultimately what I feel like is that this was an opportunity for old Navy to just be real about, you know, who they have working in the store, but you have to think of it through the lens of, they want to make sure their brand is represented in a way that they want their brand represented. However, your brand should not be represented as one no or one race. It should be diverse. To her point, Old Navy, you go on their commercials and in their store, it's all races. No, that's so true. I have issue with like her allegations mm-hmm. because if they're true, it's wrong. Mm-hmm. But I also have issue with how Netflix and you know Old Navy is responding to it. It's almost like she wrong. Why wow, right. she just mad because right. like she what she said is not valid. How she feels is not valid. Yes. I agree with you that I also take issue with the way that they re- they have responded. It just to felt it. almost like they were dismissing her feeling. And right. even if she was the only employee that felt that way, but she's not. She, but even if she was, I'm saying even hear that. Even if she was, <laughs> don't be rude. So yes. even if that. she was the it. only employee, like 
that are there those are her feelings and mm-hmm. she has a right to feel the way she feels because it's her experience it's right. her truth right so it's your job as a corporation as a manager as a company as a brand to ensure that she feels that way just a moment and fix it right you pull her in and you say hey you know uh, let, let's let's validate your experience because they're not and they're your not perspective let, they're not just gonna let anybody on camera they're not but let's validate how you're feeling about this um you know this was not our intention which would have been a better way for them to deal with this they so said that they did two other anonymous employees told the same story to news outlets um, so she was one saying the other people were. I felt the racism the moment I was being told by managers to go to sections of the store that I usually don't work around. Mm. Um, all the workers expressed not only anger but disappointment as they had spent days cleaning and organizing yep. the center I read city that too. store. They had behind the scenes yes. overnight, and, and Center City is like the downtown part of Philadelphia. For those who don't know, for this taping, so imagine this. So it it. <laughs> <laughs> it's problematic for a few different reasons because it's like, okay, so the people who actually work in the store mm-hmm. who may be, maybe for, and I'm not sure, I don't know for sure, but from what I've read, it seems as if the majority of workers in the store are people of color and mm-hmm. specifically That's are black people. So it was good enough to have these black people who normally work in a store get the store ready for taping. Let's make sure it's gleaming. Let's make sure that everything is folded. Let's make sure that everything is organized. But then when it comes time to record, we're going to send you to parts of the store that you don't normally work in. And we're going to bus in people who don't look like you. So when we think about it that way, the optics it's like to your such. point, it's it's fine to say, yes, great. Of course, the, the, the company gets to decide how they want their company to be represented. But it's extremely problematic when you are saying that it's fine to have these black people spruce the place up. The people mm-hmm. who actually normally and you work know here. Old Navy is the only reason why Gap Inc. is um, swimming above above the wall. That is true. Um, but it's like, but it's fine for them to clean up the place and to do all the ground work. I mean, work. you've been to downtown Philly's Old Navy, though, right? I it don't is, think um, so. We have. It's, it is oh, okay. a mess. I don't job. remember. Because, you know, Philly is, they mm-hmm. be going in a shop. Okay. Yeah, but you're cutting me off from an important point. Okay. Oh, which is Ooh. that it's not, it, it, what the problem is that it, you can't say that it's okay for these people who normally work in this store, who are people of color, yes. to do the grunt work, to do the cleaning. Uh-huh. And then when it comes time to get the cameras out, and you, once everything has been cleaned up and it's been whitewashed. And just and even if you have one person, tan, if you had one person who was on camera with you, but then everybody else who was on camera or a majority of the other people who were on camera just, you got one just, does fed, not just mean. stepped foot in the store today, mm-hmm. then Old Navy is misrepresenting themselves. Boom. And that is not cool. Because just because you have one, ooh, come on, left eye giving you issues. <laughs> just because you have one does not mean you are diverse. It doesn't. And, and especially, I would love to know their metrics around diversity in yeah. their store versus corporate and all that, because I'm sure that's not public. But I have, but, I, but I also have a problem with that, because it's like, in my mind, if you are choosing to go to a store and film, if what you want to project is that you have this super diverse company, I hate to say I don't hate to say it. I'm I'm being real. Choose the store that is the most diverse as far as uh, an actual like employee base is concerned. Yeah. Don't bust people in and make it seem like that's these. False. It's false. It is even pretense. if it was a mix. It's even not, if it, even if they had the people from Jersey and all the other places that we mentioned earlier, just folding the same t-shirts <laughs> as the other people that from Philly, like. 
it's a misrepresentation of it what is. that store stands totally. for. So it's totally. already a lie. Exactly. But however, but at I, least I mean, bring those people in, bust the white people in when I've the sprucing been, up I happens, have bitch. And I have worked in stores <laughs> when I was in college where we had press come in and take video and pictures and all that stuff. And we, there were a lot, there wasn't like cameras in terms of interviews and et cetera. It was mm-hmm. more like things were happening in the store. Right. And most of it was local press. So we like, we were just all, we didn't bust anybody in. Right. I mean, because you shouldn't. <laughs> and we didn't, we didn't say, oh, you had to work in the back because you're X, Y, and Z. Like there was, hey, all hands on deck, come in. This was going to be. Ultimately, Old Navy, I'm just going to shun you that you, you did not come out with a really good, uh, in my opinion, a solid enough um, statement to make me feel like what you were doing was genuine. No. And it, that's the thing. It does not feel genuine at all. And, um, you know, one quote from, um, one of the employees was that, you know, needing, needing extra employees doesn't, doesn't explain the need to bring in additional white staffers to Mm, be in the background of our store. Having one black person featured on the show when most of us already know, I'm sorry, when most of us already work there full time is a slap in the face. Exactly. They will all be better off saying they didn't want a bunch of black people on their show because they thought it would be ghetto. I've seen mm-hmm. Queer Eye. They don't have too many of us on there like that. <laughs> ghetto, she said. That is shade. Yeah. No, ma'am. So, yeah. So, whatever. <laughs> oh, my I, gosh. I'm oh, sorry, girl. girl. Yes. Right into the mic. Full-throated cough. Listen, you know how I, I was about worried. Throat of oh my god i was <laughs> i most. was worried i was over here having some ice and it came down the wrong throat <laughs> because you have more than one throat mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh but speaking of more than one option oh i'm about to say throw more than one throw this story no. is not more than no, no, one no, throw no, no, no not throw more than one option okay go ahead nfl player ryan russell has come out as bi i don't even know who this motherfucker sexual, is sexual to, to be clear um, he's an NFL free agent. He was on the Cowboys. Um, yes, former. Um, he he's twenty seven. First of all, like oh my god, and he's fine. Is he? In okay. my opinion. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I can see that for you. I'm looking at his picture right now. I can see that oh, for you. Some people like to just copy and paste Instagram posts onto their notes. Is that an? Yeah, it's an Instagram post. <laughs> I mean, I don't like to. I do it for the pod because it's important. You should do the same. You should take notes right now. Um, so Russell, 27, who has played for the Dallas Ryan Cowboys. is his first name. Yes, but his last name is Russell. Um, and Tampa Bay Buccaneers is the only male athlete in the four major professional sports leagues to openly identify as LG. That's a lie because the other guy. He's, he's no longer playing. Oh, so he's free agent. So this right. is why it's a big deal. Yeah, Because yeah. he's still available to get picked up. Exactly. So um, lots <laughs> or, of quotes. Or put down, honey. <laughs> or, 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 or put out. No, let me stop. Um, so <laughs> one of his many, he's many quotes, but one of his quotes is, I think the NFL is definitely ready to accept an openly LGBTQ player. I don't think so. So he's a defensive end and he's also he also said that it's so much better than hiding and holding it in Agreed. and just kind of repressing myself. I think the NFL is definitely ready to accept an open league, which I already said. Um so I don't think that the NFL is ready to accept anything but middle America. Okay. Well, what makes you think that? Because you can't kneel, <laughs> you can't be gay, bitch, you can't do anything. <laughs> 
<laughs> you can't opinion. you can't do anything no <laughs> i just ultimately i felt like i i want to applaud him for feel, having the courage to come out and state and and speak his truth at a mm-hmm. time where he's not in a contract because that is a risk right a risk in itself it it, it, it is but i don't know i i almost think it would be more powerful if someone if someone him. like someone that we've talked about in the past i'm gonna and there's something in my eye right now too but for a different reason obj so like if if odell beckham jr oh, who was someone who is still in the league who was doing well who has a contract already if he were to come out and say he's bisexual i feel like it would actually be a bigger deal and a it bigger risk have. it would have because then he has to worry about like when it, his renegotiation or whatever comes up but that, in this case he don't even have checks who? So the this guy. Mr. Russell. No, that's so true. He don't have checks. So he that's comes sh- out. He's risking even getting signed. Yeah, but it's a different kind of risk because the risk really for him is, okay, are people going to be willing to sign me after and let me get this right? He comes out um, as he's being bisexual. Wait, 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 wait. What, 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 and ultimately what, what, what? what I believe is... He missed all of the 2018 season because of a shoulder injury that he sustained in the 2017 season Mm -hmm. when he played in 14 games for the Buccaneers, seven of them as a starter. Okay. It was his second season in Tampa after spending his rookie year with the Cowboys, which drafted him um, from Purdue. And he was a fifth. Purdue needed to reach out to, um, speaking of chicken. The university. Oh, I thought it was Purdue Chicken. They need to reach out to Popeyes. You think they... Purdue Chicken is supplying players to the NFL? I don't know, bitch. Jesus Christ. That, that is like the most gay thing you've ever said. Listen. <laughs> listen. He was a fifth round pick. So to my point, um, as a rebuttal to your point, I think that it's a le- it's less of a risk for someone in his situation to come out as whatever than it is for someone who's actually actively playing who has a multi million dollar lucrative contract and then they have to worry about being re-signed yeah um but i mean i say that not to um say that he is not taking a risk it's just i feel like it's a lesser risk i don't know um he's going getting paid so. the crazy thing about this in my opinion is the firestorm that it ignited specifically with black twitter because <laughs> To your point, my little my little screenshot mm-hmm. that I have here, oh. my little snip snip. Because okay, the white snip guy is totally yours. Too. Snip tool. I mean, his boyfriend's fine. Mm, I can um, see it. So, <laughs> the no Instagram man, no post ham, no is said, "Love is faithful. Love is kind. It doesn't brag or boast or dutty wine." But when, <laughs> oh, it, it definitely been, it better dutty wine. It could have been a really good poem. It, bitch. it better dutty wine. Um, but when I um, tell the world, your mind. I tend to brag the most. So this is a post and his boyfriend is white, which you've already said. And one of the criticisms that I've seen is um, that people, um, you know, who are black and who are LGBTQ um, and specifically black men who are gay, um, that there is this sense that they would love to see a black high profile. And in this case, I question how high profile is. I mean I guess it I mean, becomes more profile it becomes you, high bitch. it becomes high profile because of the fact that like he is like trying to get a job in the NFL and like trying to be signed. Okay. Um but but it, but I digress. So people are saying that they would love to see a point where there's a black gay or LGBT man um who comes out and who actually has a black partner. 
or boyfriend. Yeah, I would too. I was about to say, what do you think about that? I think that ultimately, I believe that it there isn't many, and we actually just started watching. We we actually been girl. There isn't any. Not the ones who make like the splashy announcement. We ended up just watching binge binge watching the first season of Styling Hollywood, um, which is pretty amazing because it's two black men, cisgendered black gay black men, um, in a couple. And they own a business. One's a um, interior designer. The other one's a stylist. It's on Netflix. You stream it. Uh, and ultimately, it, it why it's a big deal is because they are both black, of color, specifically. You need some eye drops, bitch. No, both are of color, get out and of both my of business. both of them are successful. Well, to your point, there hasn't been anyone. For me, I find issue with like any sort of sport that is hyper masculine. Because it's a big deal when someone comes out when ultimately there are so many DL men in these NM- so MLB, bitch. Many. NF- all NHL, the leagues. NFL, all the leagues. Bitch, whatever league L-L-L-B, you want to choose. bitch. LL Beam. All of them. If there's an L in it, there's an LGBT in it. Okay, listen. And I just ultimately believe that to sit here and say, and also for all those Midwest swang people that's trying to be like, oh, you know, you know, homosexuality, this and homosexuality that it can't be playing this. It's like we come in different shades, different builds, bitch. We like sports and we like clothes and we wear pumps and we wear cleats. So Mm-mm. let I, what I want is I want it to not be a big deal if someone comes out as gay as an NFL, NBA, all of them. That's what I want. <laughs> okay. And also, I want that as well. What I also want is I want someone that is of color to come out and be like, here's my man. And then be a black man. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, for me, I agree. Okay. And, yeah, you know, so I was worried you were going to disagree. Know, and, you know, some people would say, but you are not married to a black man. Um, but it's and it's it's actually not cut and dry it's extremely complicated Why? there's a lot that goes into this and we had a conversation about this um when we were actually on gay side stories yeah um where we were talking about interracial couples and talking about interracial marriage and interracial relationships in the gay community and one of the points that i made was that i think that um part of it and this is this is not to you know make any type of a rank generalization but i think part of it is that um, you know, in the white community, um, being gay has been Much accepted more, quicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that when you find yourself as being a gay black person because um, acceptance is, is lagging, mm-hmm. you find someone who is already like out and like proud and, you know, who is not in a closet, Doing who, the most. who is a white person. And I think that that happens a lot and that that's how a lot of people find them. A lot of black men find themselves with white men yeah. um, or men of other races um, in the community. Um, but it's just one of those things where when you think about it, I agree. I would love to see more black gay couples. Styling Hollywood is amazing because it's something that we haven't seen. It feels so refreshing because we have not seen it a lot. And it's so sad that we have not seen that because it exists in the world every day. Um, and it probably exists on all more teams than you think, bitch. No, for sure. So it's just like, I get it. I get the argument and be laying on the ground. Okay. Mm -mm, mm -mm. I get it get why why black twitter had the reaction that it had and i agree that i would love to see more representation it's the same thing like what we were talking about last week when i was talking about female hip-hop's 
female hip hop. Oh my god, female in hip hop or female MCs, where the more varied representations you get to see, the mm-hmm. better. The and better. it's like we want to see. I want to see people of all races together, but mm-hmm. there seems to be a dearth of um, a dearth. Yes. Oh, I never heard that word. <laughs> of um, black couples where it's black love, where it's two men together um, or or even two women together. And I would love to see that. Well, maybe more. what should happen with the NFL is something similar to what our next story is with Jay-Z partnering, which we reported on it. What if they partner with like an LGBT HRC or like some other LGBT big corporation to build out the um, some sort of comfort around the community being represented in the league because Jay-Z's partnership is really around that, right? It's around supporting um, people of color and supporting, you know, um, the like for instance, the topics this week, rather, the headline this week is Jay-Z and NFL, they announced a um, Inspire Change Apparel, which will, all the proceeds will be funded to um, change programs or change programs. Maybe I should drink water across the United States that focus on economic empowerment, police and community relations and community and criminal justice reform. In addition to the announcement, they said that we're going to do a new music showcase called songs, uh, songs of the season that will launch with Meek Mill, Megan Trainer, and Rhapsody performing at the kickoff event in Chicago on September 5th. So this Thursday. So I say all this because I'm wondering like maybe it's an opportunity for NFL to also lean into not just racial um, issues, but also like sexuality and um, expression, a way for them to kind of show that you can be and you you should feel comfortable coming out. I don't know. NFL feels a little late <laughs> and not someone that I would not just the NFL, all the leagues. They're all late. Listen, late and not on time. Don't text nobody. Don't tell you running late, bitch. It's Mm-mm. too much. Yeah. So as far as the um, the just putting a, putting a capstone on the NFL thing, it's like, are they ready? I don't know. No. We'll see. But as far as the Jay Z um thing, the inspired change, and did you mention songs of the season? I did, bitch. You were you was over there playing with your eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> Who plays with their eyeballs? That sounds dirty. No man. What was I doing with my eyeballs? I'll it show you later. So sexual. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't have much to say about this. I. I am I am fully committed to being in wait and see mode as far as this whole Jay Z NFL um, deaf um, not deaf what am I trying to say Rock Nation mm-hmm. collaboration you about to say Def Jam I was about to say Def Jam I was like bitch that was like ten years ago okay um, but yeah so I, I'm 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 wait and see I I don't want to really talk about what they're gonna do I need to see it you know what we need to talk about though what speaking of wait and see what. Rihanna, bitch. Oh, yes. So Rihanna is out here registering new songs. Speaking of Rock Nation, Jay Z, mm-hmm. bitch, music matters, all the things. So it Rihanna, wouldn't shock me to see Rihanna Tybar um, yeah, part of headlining this? the Super Bowl next year. You think? Maybe. Huh. I don't know. Maybe. Remember, I said it. I mean, I mean, I'll and they could you. all come up from the, our, our mind. You they could all come it. up from the stage <laughs> kneeling. Because, you know, she had lots of opinions about that. Maybe. So her new song called Whip It featuring Megan the Okay, Stallion. so wait. You're saying new song. That's not what happened. What happened? Well, she registered a new song, bitch. Okay, great. Yes, that's what Okay, with them booty shorts. Don't she registered a new shorts? song called I Whip It. I got good thighs. Okay. I'm wearing Megan shorts tonight. But, uh, yeah, it's fine. Never mind. <laughs> it's low-key. I'm, I'm getting impatient with Rihanna. Are you? Oh, with the new music? 
I'm tired. She of- out here. Somebody was like, bitch, Rihanna is out here making panties. Leave her alone. <laughs> <laughs> she making double breasted jackets, <laughs> bitch. She making fret. She making beat, beat bitches face. Exactly. Making them wear thongs. And uh, I mean, what she's actually doing like to be honest about it is she's building an empire but low-key like i think the gift was just that because i think that rihanna's music is going to lean heavy on the islands and and on black culture and i'm ready for it are you ready for it i am i mean i just don't Mm -hmm. want a whole album of work 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 that's the only thing for me that i'm not not looking for but yeah so you know there was a song that she registered here's the interesting thing about this is that um csac is an organization um that is a society of european stage authors and composers um again csac s-e-s-a-c it's an acronym so they are actually um the body in the u.s which don't let the european stage authors throw you it's a u.s rights and music licensing company Uh so a lot of people will keep their um their ears to the streets for this to look Mm -hmm. to see who is registering Mm -hmm. songs and content with csac because then it informs what may come out in the future Mm -hmm. so in this case yes there was um a song called Whip It that was reportedly registered with them by Rihanna um, f- featuring, um, potentially featuring a Megan Thee Stallion. And even though the column for the album title was left blank, um, this is a pretty good indication that a collaboration with Rihanna is coming. And Megan um, will be coming very soon. So we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll let you know when it comes out, if it comes out. Which, by the way, I meant to ask you, did you... What? We're, we're not reviewing this, but did you listen to the remix of Saweetie's no, My Type? that later that includes kalani not kalani oh um, let me let me not cast aspersions on kalani um janae aiko no ma'am oh girl i had to clutch the pearls we'll listen to it later it was a lot well speaking of listening to things later we're gonna slide into shuffle and repeat yeah. you ready yes i'm so ready okay so sir released a new album called chasing summer and it is i was here for his ep i know it was my shit okay um, but this album was it's I need a little bit more time to really feel like I digest really digested. Okay, yeah. You know, I felt as the first couple listens, I feel like the album it tended to be one mood and it really simmered okay. on that mood. Mm-hmm. Um the album started off with a computer p- computerized female voice that said K, telling the singer his plane was ready. Uh and th- that kind of guided the album. Overall, I found out that he is 32 and he's been married for over 10 years oh so that i found a very interesting fact and they said that um the the, part of some of the reviews married yes married married not in a relationship but married married like on the black girl (laughs) comedy show they said yes (laughs) because i was about to say oh well i mean you've been in this thing no he said i do we were not married at 20 so they said that he has been married for over a decade and Mm. most of the interviews he's very quick to say that he's been married for over a decade like he's very proud of that Oh, Therefore, like he feels like his music, they, the reviews I've read, they feel like his music is assumed to be autobiographical. Hmm. Biographical? Autobiographical. There you go. Yeah. Thank you, Letta. Don't forget the graphic part. Well, <laughs> overall, the album really created this, like, this kind of storytelling around, like, some things around conversations, um, around, you know, 
we both know this house to never be a home where he sings about like infidelity it's for overall the album though also was 14 songs so it's a pretty long album i feel like i needed a little bit more time to review the overall package you keep turning your head away from because i'm over here doing t-shirt and my i'm like what are you doing (laughs) that i can hear when you turn away from the mic i can hear it go on so a few songs that I like on the album, and then I would love to hear your thoughts, Ray, is That's Why I Love You with Sabrina Claudio. You know I love a good um, feature. Mm-hmm. The next one is Hair Down with Kendrick. So that's the kickstart of the album. Mm-hmm. Still Blue with Jill Scott. And then mm-hmm. L.A. Those are my four. What were your thoughts on the overall album? I know you had feelings about it. I did. So um, it was so when it starts with the hair down featuring Kendrick, it feels very trap, Mm -hmm. um, which I was fully expecting a trap album. But that's not really what Sir is serving up here. No. Um, And actually, and when I say that I was expecting trap, that's not to be a negative thing. It's just that's what I thought. I do enjoy hair down um, featuring Kendrick. I um, liked You Can't Save Me. Mm. Um, which was really interesting. And then to hear you say what you said, which I didn't know anything about the marriage and all that. Mm-hmm. Listening to the album, I really just thought he was talking to jump offs or like, Ooh. you know what I mean? Like girls that he... Not jump offs, he, The girls that he has dated. Because um, the lyric in You Can't Save Me um, is like, because you're a good girl. I knew you were a good girl. It's all I ever fall for. The kind I lose it all for. Yes, I was in the wrong place at the wrong time with the right one. Now you think you're trying to help, but you can't save me from mm. myself. Ooh, no, <laughs> you can't ooh. save me from myself. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> two oohs, bitch. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> so, I mean, I was just like, okay. I mean, I thought that he was a young guy who's talking to some girl or whatever. And it this was is his interesting. wife. That 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 makes it interesting. That's why I love you. What you mentioned with Sabrina Claudio. Sabrina, mm. Sabrina Claudio for Mickey has been someone she's who problematic. I, I have yeah, she's problematic. She's made some statements or tweeted or whatever in the past about black women. I believe it was there, yep. were, there were some things that she has said. Um, she had an album that came out a week or two ago, which we did not review on the pod because it, was, it um, was one note. No, no, Sabrina. Wait, isn't she the one who had the album? We were like, oh, this no, is actually better not, than we thought. Wait, okay. who was that? Sano Allegra. Oh, that is Sano Allegra. Okay, thank you for. See, I get the beige girls mixed up, Mm-mm, and that's probably not the beige girls. at least partially not um, racist, but colorist. Okay, um, go ahead, carry on. But this song I actually liked. So um, again, it's "That's Why I Love You" featuring Sabrina Claudio. And what I actually really appreciate about it is the writing, because in the one part, so it's a, I believe you were referred to as a pre-chorus. Sir says, and please excuse the language, usher the children out of the room um, or out of the car or whatever. Um, He says, I never wonder what this could be. I just fuck you and leave. You never wanted nothing from me. I just fuck you and leave. We don't ever come to agree. So you am? I just fuck you and leave. Oh, man. Yeah, no, I mean, but it's a double entendre. Oh, entendre. <laughs> double entendre. Don't forget the double. Uh, it's a double entendre. There ain't really nothing to see. That's why I love you. And then when her pre-chorus comes up, she says, I never wondered what this could be. I sit on it and oh, leave. Oh, my. You never wanted nothing from me. I sit on it and oh, leave. Man, I, we ooh. don't ever come to agree. I just sit on it and leave. 
there Come ain't on. really nothing to see. That's why I love you. So I just, the writing to me, even though it's a little blue or dirty, um, it stuck out to me where I was like, oh, well, this is actually kind of interesting. Um, and then Still Blue by, um, or Still Blue featuring Jill Scott was um, a song that I also liked. So It was cute. I mean, I, mean, I, I overall, I think the album, I think I'm going to need a couple more listens to like truly yeah. understand what songs I love, love, love and put on a yeah. playlist. But yeah, I'm not it. at a love level yet either, but it's there certainly were songs where I was like, okay, I could put this on a playlist. And um, to your point, I, I probably will listen to Heavy. some more as well. Okay, so moving on, um, <laughs> and this is really just nostalgia. Um, Pusha T released a song featuring Miz. She is billing herself now, by the way, mm-hmm. as Miz something, I get Lauren those. Hill. And the song is called Coming Home. And again, I added this because I was like, wait, Lauren Hill. Can we pause Hill? for a moment? It so Lauren Hill, why. let me tell why you why. are we pausing? It's been 1,511 days, 36,264 hours. It's been what? I'm going to tell you right now. Ready? <laughs> 1,511 days, okay. 36,264 hours, 2,175,840 minutes, 130,554,000. Uh huh. Seconds passed since the last Get time Lauren Hill right, released an album. Get those numbers right. Or released, recorded, released, recorded music. Yeah, I mean, and that for and me. And on Wednesday, she said, <laughs> "Pusha." That is kind of what made me kind of sit up, like my ears perked up. I was like, not my ears really, but when I saw that she had new music out, um, I was like, okay, I definitely need to listen to this. And it's interesting because. It's it kind of reinforces what I already knew, which is that um, voice. Lauren's voice has changed. Oh, absolutely! Lauren's voice is not the same. Absolutely, it sounds grittier. It I feel like she has even less. And she had what could arguably be described as a limited range already. She did. She did. Um, but I feel like her range is even more limited at this point. And what it made me think once I got beyond the nostalgia and just being like, oh shit, I love the fact that Lauren's on a new song. Um, what it made me think is that. Um, or what it made me wonder is did these changes in her voice have anything to do with the fact that she kind of has not put out new music? Mm. Has she not put out new music because she knows, right, that her voice is not what it was and she, and she can't top what she did because maybe her voice was actually already at its peak when she released her seminal release, which was a miseducation. I need another album. I really do. I'm, I really need one. (laughs) But I do like this song again, just because I was like, it's really it good to hear Lauren. It also was interesting to see the announcement coincide with the announcement of the third strike coming home campaign, which was an initiative to free people serving life in prison today under yesterday's outdated three strikes drug law. So it was really interesting to see the content of the song mm-hmm. coming home mm-hmm. coinciding with another big deal that's happening um in america um so in your research did you did was there any reference to that being on purpose so it sounds like it there was um they they did not know according to the press release when obviously this was all gonna happen Mm -hmm. and when that's why i released on wednesday not on friday okay i did not know Uh, that yeah bitch (laughs) could i be in these streets that's fine so Pusha we can learn from each other has been known to be a little bit more political in his raps um, so, which I appreciate, which I do as well. Um, 
His last album I wasn't a big fan of. Me either. But the one before that, it was, was a blip on the radar. Where I was just kind of like, okay. I mean, the, I think the cover of the Whitney album Houston's got more. drug mm-hmm. bathroom or whatever. Okay. So I'm hoping that this is a and you know it's rumored they had asked him how in the interview I read they had asked him how Lauren Hill came on the track and he said it really was just him reaching out. Wow. He said okay. he reached out and his camp talked to her camp and it ended up having he sat on the track for over a year before he released it. Mm-hmm. It's Kanye produced. Okay. Um, which you can kind of hear in like the throwback. Like, yeah. like I didn't notice it was kind of nondescript production. So overall, cute. I was here for it. Yeah. And I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, that's it. I appreciate it for what it is. I'm still not buying any Lauren Hill tickets moving forward Me either, because she has long time. yeah, don't nobody got time for that. Okay, time is money, time is valuable, and I'm not waiting for you to come on stage to sing songs differently than I remember them. Ooh, come on. Um, but I do, to your point, like to hear her on new tracks. It's Agreed. it's cute. It 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 makes me feel good just to to, to see and to hear new music from her. It's nostalgic. So the last thing, oh, which I'm God, just gonna mention this in passing, Jason Derulo has new song called too hot for clothes and when i tell you that this is like pure velveta it is so cheesy and this motherfucker is about three three months too late it, it's a sample of murder she wrote by shaka demons i don't need yeah exactly which or is if i was a rich girl i don't need that yes and murder she wrote you know is a song um about maxine you know her booty was like a bunch of rolls so you know when you hear it you know it and in his case he then changes and flips the lyrics it's the same track but he changes it to too hot for clothes too hot for clothes so that kind of gives you an idea of um the creativity that went into this i don't like him ever since he cheated on jordan um spark but the interesting thing for for me for jason and kind of the reason why i wanted to bring this up is just because i'm i can't really make out what he's trying to do or be musically although maybe i think i have a theory which is that if you notice so he hasn't put an album out since 2014 but he keeps releasing these kind of world music sounding songs Mm -hmm. that you could maybe hear appealing to different markets globally yeah and that's like clockwork every like i don't even know how long it is but like maybe every six months or every like close to a year he has a song that comes out and i'm starting to think that his strategy is to release this type of music on this timetable that he has that only he knows about in his label or whoever mm-hmm. where he'll get a, hun- a few hundred because he gets the streams so yeah. he'll get a few hundred million streams on each of these songs not have to put an album out uh-huh. and he still gets to make money boom and i'm just like well i'm he's corny i'm not really Bitch, into he it. is like he's corny. corny i mean he has a really nice body but yeah he's corny he, he is corny, corny. and he That's cheated true. on jordan spark so i'm he, not here for it did he mm-hmm Allegedly. I believe that. I totally believe that. All right. What happened was here we are, bitch. We are finally. I'm like, man, this episode is feeling long. It feels heavy, heavy. (laughs) It doesn't feel heavy, it just feels long. Um That's what she said. Oh, okay. She is a lucky woman. Oh my Um I mean I wouldn't know about that, but um not not being lucky, but like the long part. Oh my god. Anyway, I don't know where you're I'm going. Gonna move on. I'm gonna move on. So, um, first news topic and what happened was you may have seen this video that went viral. There was a naked white man <laughs> who was chasing police. Um, and the police were running. And the police were running. And he didn't have a weapon. And he had a weapon. And he had that D that was swinging between his uh, legs. That was his weapon. I mean, we don't know. Um, it was blurred out. So just to give you um what? We don't know if it was a weapon. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was a weapon from the other white um, men who were running away. They saw mm. it as a weapon. Okay, tell me more. But this guy, first of all, he's a teenager. No, which I not. did not realize. He is a teenager. He's a teenager. This happened in Virginia. Mm. And his name is Matthew Bernard or Bernard. He's 19 years old and he 19? was arrested in connection to the deaths of two women and a child. Mm. And this is um, according to the um, Pennsylvania, which I have never heard what of the that. Hell is a Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania County in Virginia. I don't know, Pitzel. Um, Their sheriff's office reported this. So his dramatic arrest came after a naked foot chase through a park where he reportedly ran at a reporter, which mm-hmm. I don't think is on film, but him choking a church caretaker is on film. So mm-hmm. if you want to Google that, you can see it. Um, and eventually, or at some point, he was also maced by a police officer. So I bring this up because it's so crazy to me that this guy who allegedly maybe um, he's a suspect in killing three people, is able to chase police officers just because I guess he doesn't have any clothes on and like they don't I don't know they don't want to touch his penis. I'm uh-uh. like I was so confused by it where it's just like you can't take this guy out. So first of all, Pennsylvania y'all don't have tasers. We see uh-uh. people being tased all the time on videos all over the place. So I don't understand why you're chasing this man and then he's chasing you. And eventually <laughs> what they said is not funny because he uh, potentially killed three people. But then it True. is funny in a way because it's just like when you watch the video of him running around with his pixelated penis and the cops running from him is just it, it fills me with a rage in a way because it's me like too, bitch. all of the black and brown people who Would've are being killed. victimized and being killed and maimed and injured by police officers for um, selling cigarettes or for quote unquote resisting arrest. Yeah. It's crazy to me that this guy eventually gets apprehended with no clothes on and he goes to the jail and he lives after possibly killing two women and a child. Mm. So eventually he was captured using a canine police dog. And this is according and to the dog USA Today. The dog got him because I guess the dog doesn't care about his swinging He said, fuck a dick. I'm going to bite it. <laughs> exactly. The dog doesn't care that the man is naked. But obviously these men who have fragile masculinity, um, in my opinion, this is part of the reason why they didn't apprehend him sooner. Um, but... It's just so crazy to me because they found um, eventually, I'm sorry, initially someone called because there was a body in a driveway. Yeah. And then the police came and they found two more bodies. Mm. And that's when this whole thing started. And it's just, to my mind, ridiculous. This should never have been caught on video. He should never got to a point where he could strangle someone Mm. because they should have been able to apprehend him much sooner. And I'm not saying that they should kill him like they killed the black people. Yeah. Um, But what I'm saying is that it's ridiculous that we have this. um, Oh, my gosh. What was that fucking a Benny Hill skit? You probably don't know what I'm talking about. But people who are a certain age will know what I'm talking about. A fucking Benny Hill skit where we have a naked man chasing police police. and the police was running. The police was like running, running, and running, running, and running, running. It was it was a mouse. All right. So um, the last story um, that we'll do today is I'm actually a local story, which is ridiculous. A group of teens, so teenagers. Again, we've got a theme running here. 
Um, they actually broke into an area where there's a water tower in the city of Snohomish. And this, again, is in Washington State. And recorded themselves. And what they recorded themselves doing was taking a dip in the water supply for Snohomish mm. County. So they apparently hopped a nine-foot-tall fence. Oh, yeah. They cut through two locks, scaled the 80-foot tower. This is a water tower. And climbed inside to go for a dip. Mm -mm. Can we guess what color they were? Caucasian. First of all, some messy people. Because I am not going to nobody's dip in this. (laughs) Inspectors evaluated Snohomish's North Zone Tower uh, as tests of the water inside continued. Mm -mm. And what they found is that no significant contaminants have been found and the water is considered safe, but additional testing is being done to be sure. So the crazy thing is that they recorded themselves doing this. It's like, okay, so first of all, you are um, too adventurous. And second of all, you're stupid. And they just going to jump over a fence and jump and scale a water machine. They broke through locks to get Uh into this water tower. So they planned this shit. And it's like, are you kidding me? Like, I don't want dingleberries in my drinking water. Oh, not dingleberries. I'm I'm not interested in that. So to me, it was it was funny in a way. But then it also was kind of like, here we go again with Uh this privilege where it's like, you know, people feel like they can do stupid shit like this. And, you know, to be fair, it's not just white people who are already doing stupid shit because yeah. you know we had our people you know or someone from um our group who was licking ice cream and you know we have these moments where just stupid things and stupid um uh, stupid behaviors stupid are perpetrated um but it's just like come on are you fucking kidding me you had nothing better to do than to take a dip in the drinking water and that's so nasty the other thing is they probably also live in snohomish county so it's like, so you took a dip in the water that you want to taste your booty hole? <laughs> I don't know. I just, is that all you have to add? That's you're all, just, your sides. Nothing oh, else. I just think it's <laughs> disgusting. I think that okay. ultimately it's disgusting that somebody's going to jump in and scale shit and then swim into somebody's, no, it's just nasty. Oh my God. I hope everyone got Brita, Brita filter, filters, no, bitch. not Brita filters. <laughs> I mean, luckily we don't live in that county. Oh my gosh. All so right. what's your final word, bitch? Yeah. Wait, what was the word I said earlier? And you were like, what? I don't know that. I don't know, babe. I really no. don't. No, but it's, it's not my business. It was a good word. I'm not going to sit here and wait. We're not going to, the listeners and I are not going to be in the corner waiting. I think waiting. in the future I want to do, so uh, what I think I want to do in no, the future No, I don't is... need future. We're not going to have a brainstorming <laughs> session in this segment. <laughs> I think that I'm going to choose words that I actually use during the okay, episode. Okay, great. Look forward to that. And then have that be my final great. word. But now what's the word this who's week? Who's going to write it down? Who's the word this week? <laughs> Okay, so the final word that I actually have prepared is neophyte. Spell that, bitch, because I don't know that. Neo, you know, like Neo. N-E-Y-L? Oh, girl. N-E-O. So you said N-E-O, is like Nancy. Neo, like I should know N-E-Y-O. Like I know Neo, <laughs> the singer. <laughs> N as in Nancy, E as in Edward, O as in Oscar, P as in Paul, H, Y as in yellow. T is in Tom, E is in Edward. Okay, what does it mean? Neophyte means a person who is new to a subject, skill, or belief. Apparently, you're a neophyte of this segment, bitch. 
don't know what you're talking about. You're new to the segment. I'm not new to the segment. Uh-huh. I'm talking about. I want. I think for the future, <laughs> I want to do this. <laughs> That doesn't mean a BTS that moment. doesn't mean I'm new to it. That means that I'm I'm thinking of reimagining it. Okay, we don't need a BTS moment. I don't know what that means. Behind the scenes. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah, I thought you were talking about the K-pop no, band. No, bitch. BTS, you know. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what I'm gonna say is this episode has <sighs> felt very long. So I apologize because I'm long. exhausted. And I want to just say, please, 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 find us on the Instagrams, long. on the socials, on it all. It wasn't that long. Look at this. We're just coming up on an hour and a half. Oh, okay. On all of the Instagram, the socials, the, the pod, all of it, bitch, at He Said, He Said Pod. Yes, And too. remember, tell a friend to tell a friend. Yes. Catchphrase. Ooh, phrase the catch. <laughs> Thank y'all. We look forward to next oh week because I'm ready for nap. Yes, we will talk to you. Ooh, happy holiday. <laughs> Not that kind of holiday. <laughs>